The shear this week is uh, not live, but I didn't want to uh, forego my obligation to all those who uh, download the shear, so I'm, uh, I'll do this studio shear today. I'm just uh, talking to myself. Uh, the psukim that we're looking at are Devarim Perikov Vov, starting with Pasuk Tet Zayin. Hayom Azeh. Hashem Elokecha Mitzavcha Lasot Et Achukim Ha'ela Ve'et Amishpatim V'shamata V'asika Otam B'chol Avavcha U'v'chol Nafshecha So this, uh, this pasuk contains a lot of familiar verbs. La'asot V'shamata V'asita and then the description of how this should be done, the kol nafshecha. This is a pasuk which is composed of elements that appear again and again in the, uh, the book of Dvarim. Again and again in the book of Dvarim, but there is a difficult word here. A simple word, but difficult nonetheless, hayom hazeh, on this day. What possibly could the uh, Torah have meant uh, when it said Hayom Hazeh? So Rashi uh, takes up the challenge and, and says the following. He says, Hayom Hazeh, Bechol Yom Yiyu Be'enecha Chadashim Ki'ilu Bo Bayom Litztavita Alehem Okay? Whenever you accept upon yourself the obligation to do what the Pasuk tells you to do, La'asot, V'shamata, La'asita, when you accept this obligation, that should be a daily thing. It's something that needs renewal. Renewal daily. And then Rashi says, Ki'ilu, and the reason for that is that every day has to be a day which you are actually commanded to do these uh, to do these mitzvot. So Rama, uh, Rashi takes the the words Hayom uh, Hazeh somewhat out of uh, context, and he um, and he says that it's a new kind of mitzvah, and it's a mitzvah of accepting uh, the obligation. And the mitzvah of accepting, of accepting the obligation is a mitzvah of hayom hazeh. Hayom hazeh. Right? Accept again. Accept every single day. The end of the pasuk, Rashi says, v'shamarta v'asita otam v'shamarta, you should keep them, you should do them. V'chol avavcha v'chol davshecha, Rashi says, v'atkol mevarachto. So is not, Rashi says, a command, but it's actually a bracha. That there's some sort of a heavenly voice that uh, gives him this bracha, that just as this year you brought Bikurim, you should be able to bring Bikurim next year as well. <coughs> the next pasuk, Et Hashem ha'emarta hayom liyotu ha'alelokim Et Hashem ha'emarta hayom 
that word ha'emarta, which looks like the root aleph memresh, which looks like a word that we know very well, at Hashem ha'emarta. But what's the verb? And what is it that we do to God? Hayom. And then the Pasuk, I guess, explains ha'emarta, liot l'chal emokim. And even though the Pasuk explains that Ha'amata refers to my relationship to God and how I have exalted uh, God, uh, nevertheless, what does the word Ha'amata mean? So Rashi says, Ha'amata, Ha'amircha. You see, if you look at Pasuk Yudchet, just as you to God, so to God to you. So we do Ha'emarta to Hashem. Hashem does Ha'emircha to us. Still, it's a little unclear what this word is, Ha'emarta. The Ha'emircha, Rashi says, Eilam Eid Mochiach Bimikra. It's in the, in the Tanakh itself. This word is not used. And therefore, there's no place where I can kind of refer to and try to get a precise meaning. The linear And I Rashi kind of sense that this word, the meaning of the word is hafrasha, separation, havdalah, another word for separation. Hivdalti lecha lecha that there's kind of separatedness between uh, God and foreign gods. Only God is your God. And God in turn took you, B'nai Yisrael, to him and separated you from all the other peoples in the world, the Yod Lalav and I see that there is maybe some sort of a, a, a word that uh, that uh, refers to this idea that's a pasuk in Tehillim. Okay, I don't want to get into that, but you can look at it on your own. So, the second word that is difficult for us, the second word that will go for us here, besides Hayom Hazeh, is Ha'emircha. And even though it's true that Rashi explains it, nevertheless, Rashi's explanation is not perfectly well-founded and um, seems to be a creation of his own, as he says. And we'd like to investigate further what that uh, word means. Uh, just to, to make sure you understand that, the, uh, that this investigation is going on until modern times. Actually, it's going on until modern times. If you look at the bottom of the sheet, at the Perush HaMalbim. Malbim is a, uh, it's a modern commentary. I mean, relatively so. Et Hashem Ha'emarta. You see the Malvim? Yesh Omim Shavu Lishon Hagdala Vaharama. There are those who say 
But the word ha'emata has something to do with something with greatness and, and raising things up. V'rashi salamashu l'shon hafrasha v'havdala. And Rashi said, as we just saw, that it refers to separateness, distinction. V'yeshloma, I the Malbim say, no, shahu l'shon ma'amar ha'nizkad v'lishon ha'mishnah there's a special kind of kiddushin that is available or that could happen with a yivaman, a yavam, right? A woman whose husband died and she had no, uh, no children. So the brother can, uh, can do an oral act of kiddushin called ma'amar. So he says, there you have it. V'nekram b'shem kiddushin. B'ashay kiddushay isham e'beshehi k'faz kukalo. And he says the reason that you need a different name for this kind of kiddushin is that this woman is already related to this man who is going to become her husband, right? Kukalo. K'in b'zeh ha'iyan similarly in this matter. Ki b'mamad ha'asinai k'va kiblu b'nei Yisrael. Because it's already, uh, it has already happened, it was true in Har Sinai, that B'nai Yisrael accepted upon themselves, B'nai Yisrael accepted upon themselves this uh, special obligation of Har Sinai. V'ashem ifticham a'ashayu lo le'am skula v'atachidesh b'ritimam. And that's why it's called Ha'amarta. Ha'amarta is a... Uh, special relationship that exists that can be employed for people who have a relationship uh, as opposed to a relationship which is new and employed for people who uh, who uh, don't as yet don't as yet have a relation that's the difference between Kedushin and Mama and uh, this applies to so if you see, uh, there was a reference in the Malbin. There was a reference in the Malbin. We see that the, this discussion is going on uh, for a long time. And around the Malbin quotes Lashon Hagdalav Haramah, that the first, uh, the first uh, comment that he refers to is what's found in the Ibn Ezra. The Ibn Ezra says, you see the source of the Shita, Amarta, Lashon Gidullah. This somehow is related to Gedula, to greatness. The Karov Megizrat, the Rosh Amir. And he thinks it comes from this word, Rosh Amir. Uh, so so Rabbi, he quotes Rabbi Yudah Levi, who says that uh, since you went in the straight path, Hachi Yomar, until he was able to say that this is our God, or this is the God of the Bnei Yisrael, so God also does it to you. Right? God says, you are his people. So it's okay because the word Amarta can somehow 
refer to two different kinds of uh, two different kinds of actions: the speaking action and the grandizing, aggrandizing God uh, for this. Uh, that's what uh, that's what Ibn Ezra says, and that's what's referred to in the Malbim. But that didn't stop the Malbim from coming up with his own idea. Or it didn't stop the Malbim from uh, from adding on to Rashi, even though the Malbim quoted Rashi as well. So you see, it's not always true that just because you know what the, the earlier commentary said, that you kind of um, don't come up with your own uh, your own idea sometimes. So let's look at the uh, the Ramban. The Ramban refers to both of these problems. First of all, Ayom Hazeh. Moshe Rabbeinu finished explaining the Torah and he, he gave them insights new, new ideas about all the mitzvot of course it's Hayom Hazeh because Hayom Hazeh was the day when the Torah was actually finished and since that's, uh, that's the day that the Torah was finished then uh, that makes sense <laughs> makes sense that, uh, that we should remember Hayom Hazeh meaning the day that uh, that the Pesach is talking about, the day that the Pesach is referring to, which disagrees, of course, with Rashi, who thought that it was kind of uh, unreasonable to think that that's what the Torah would be talking about. So Rashi taught us that it could be, Ayom uh, HaZeh could have an entirely different meaning. Like the life that you need the heart and you need soul when you do the mitzvah. This is a, a long uh, a, a comment that the Ramban uh, made in, in Kriyat Shema, the Haftat Hashem uh, But this is not our, our issue, it's just that the Ramban feels that it's a reasonable thing to do. So the Ramban dealt with the problem of Ayom and now he's going to deal with the problem of Marta. Since you accepted the Torah, but not just the written Torah, but the interpretations and the, 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 the careful derivations and the novel ideas that are there, he may gedaltem Hashem v'ramamtam otam otol sheyehu levado lachem lelokim so that that the Hamarta means to make great. You make uh, you made uh, make God great by accepting the Torah with all the details and the perushim. It's not that a statement about what the Israel did vis-a-vis God, other than accepting the Torah and learning the Torah. Is skip down to Pasuk Yudchet, Ramaba Hashem Emircha Ayom, Ki Ayom Azeh Lachem, Ki Yom Sinai, Ki Yom Sinai, Vashem Romem Vigidal Etchem, Bikibula Torah, Shetiel Olam Skula, Mikol Ha'amim. So that God elevated you, raised you up high, and that was through Matan Torah, because that was an event 
that distinguished you from all the other people. I mean, no one else participated in this kind of in this kind of an event. Uh, okay, uh, so there you have it. There you have the uh, the classic Rishonim and the Balbin trying to deal with uh, the question, trying to deal with the question of. Uh, trying to deal with the questions of Hayom Hazer and Hemata. Somehow for us, I mean, I think uh, that in spite of the fact that, uh, that these questions are discussed, uh, they are not entirely, we're not entirely satisfied, especially the use of the word Hemata for the glory of God and the glory of the name Israel. Also, the idea of like what exactly is Hayom Hazeh remains uh, less than perfectly clear to us. So I think that uh, that in this case, uh, let's look at what Rav Nachman of Bratzlov said, and then uh, Rav Nosson. We'll see what Rav Nosson had to say about his Rebbe, of uh, Rav Nachman. So look at the Likutei Maran. The first one is uh, the second one. The one on the left is about Hayom Hazeh. So there's a pasuk in Tehilim, Hayom in Again, the use of the word Hayom. Of course, anything in the Nevi and the Ketuvim where they use a word uh, that's found or a phrase that's found in the Torah, we, we, we could usually attribute it to that because of course. Uh, so the word here is less uh, interesting than it is in the Torah because it, it's in the Torah already. Nevertheless, Rabbi Nachman says this. He says, from this I learn something of great importance. That when you when you worship when you uh, serve God, so you, you have to place yourself in some way uh, before God. So Rav Nachman says, "Hayom Hazeh is a is a rule that when you stand before God, there's only Hayom Hazeh." Ain the Einik Eisek Parnasave Hatsra. He says, and even though we know that that tefillah is often dedicated to uh, that tefillah is often dedicated to something personal, I need something. I mean, that's what tefillah is. So he says, uh, but only only for today. Right? That this is what we have in our tradition. And so when you serve God, it's not like you're going to a corporate meeting uh, discussing the five-year plan for the company. No, no, it's Oto Hayom. 
כי כשרוצים להיכנס בעבודת השם, when you want to really get involved in serving God, נדמה לאדם כאילו הוא נשא כבד. It sounds to most people like this is a kind of overwhelming, overwhelming burden. ואי אפשר לא לשא מסע כבד כזו. How could he even imagine that he would be able to bear such a, uh, such a masakavet, such a burden. אבל כשיחשוב שאין לו רק אותו היום, if he's able to think that there's only today, there isn't anything, there isn't anything besides today. לא יהיה לו מסע כלל, and it won't be so unbearable. וגם שלא ידחה את עצמו מיום ליום. And a person should not can put things off. He shouldn't procrastinate. Certainly in Avodas Hashem and say that tomorrow I'll do it. So tomorrow I will do the mitzvah as I should. He should not say that. He says, you shouldn't say, tomorrow I'll start, tomorrow I'll die. So that the Hayom Hazer has two uh, inferences. There are two inferences about, uh, about the devotion, about purity of intention. One is that it creates a possibility. Hayom Hazer creates the possibility that you can do it. Because it's Hayom Hazeh. And the other is that you're not putting it off. You're not being overwhelmed by the, by the religious uh, obligations that you have. Ki oto hayom, oto asha'a, sh'omed bo, ki yom ha-macharat lo'olam acher legamre. Hayom im b'kolo tishmo, hayom da'ika. That today is the moment that you have to take up the challenge. Hayom. And so, the word hayo for Rav Nachman of Braslav is not about the present time or about the future time. It's about devotional time. How is it that we are to devote ourselves? How is it that we are to accept this obligation? She says, well, it's hayo mazeh. And hayo mazeh means... It means that it's possible if all you think about is Hayom It's possible if all of your demands, devotional demands, are connected to Hayom Then it's possible. But if you put it off, if you say, no, I can't do it today, maybe we'll do it tomorrow, then you will never be able to achieve the level of devotion that is demanded, that is demanded of you. So that's what the 
That's what Reb Nachman. Uh, that's what Reb Nachman uh, says. <laughs> as far as that Hashem Marta Hayom, as far as Hashem Marta Hayom, Reb Nachman has a different take on it. If you look at the uh, right hand side of the page, Shadam mit bodeid umefareish sichatolitzarol of nashem. A person is alone and he is speaking with God. If you speak in that way towards heaven, then there is no doubt that heaven will also turn to you. He called Pagam, Pagam, Shepagam, Benishmato, Pagam, Etzlagam, Kengeriachon. It's everything that, after all, you know, God created us, and God is concerned about us. And so everything in us that is faulty, that is cracked, that has to be fixed, affects heaven somehow. It's as though the product, the creation, that was made by God is imperfect, is not achieving, and that certainly makes sadness, or it makes for sadness in heaven. And he says, So Rav Nachman sees it on a different level. It's not just that you made God great a kind of static situation, and that God made you great, like the Ramban says, that's Mahmoud Har Sinai, it's the greatness of Am Yisrael. So the Ramban says, I'm sorry, the Ramban says that Har Sinai is at the, uh, is, is the Emircha, Hashem Emircha Hayom, that's Mahmoud Har Sinai, but Rav Nachman doesn't like it well, we're talking about a fixed event in the past that started and ended. For him, uh, that's not the way the Torah should operate. Things start and end, it's true. But, but it, it, it's also true that the Torah has to have an ongoing meaning. And that ongoing meaning is, you know, has to do with prayer. And if a person speaks to God, according to Rav Nachman, he says, mitvadeh. He confesses, mitcharet. He is, uh, he has remorse. And all the things that he messed up in his life. And then, Akarish Baruch also expresses sadness about the situation and and gives him solace. Give solace to the ones with Hashem Hamircha Ayom. Hashem Hamircha. That those Psukim don't refer to something that happened. Something in the at Hashem Hamarta Hayom. Hashem Hamircha Ayom doesn't talk about something that happened in the past. Something that has come and gone, something that is a fixed event in history because well, what is the point of all that? I mean, why are we interested? 
Rebbe, in all of that. So along comes Rav Nachman, and Rav Nachman says, Rav says, we're talking about now. We're talking about what's going on right now. We're talking about the the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is uh, involved with us if we express ourselves in this special in this special way. Et Hashem so now let's go to Rav Nosson. I'm sorry. Let's go to Rav Nosson. He talks about Hayom Hazeh. You remember that, uh, again, Rav Nachman had this way. He says that the Torah is not talking about any other time but our time. What's happening to us? It's in the words, according to Rav Nachman. Hayom Hazeh means today, that you have to daven with a today. You have to daven about today. Right? You can't put it off till tomorrow. Then you've lost that. You've lost your connection. So Lord comes from Nachman, Rav Nassim, the great Talmud of Rav Nachman, and he says, he says this, Ikara Kedusha. He's going to define or say something about Kedusha, it's sanctity. That this is a day that counts. And that the obligation of today is today's obligation. You can't make it up. You have to understand that even though it's true that certain things are made up, halacha enables you to make up for a certain extent as you did. You forgot to dive in chakras, you did dive in twice, but you didn't do it at the right time. You're not allowed to push things off, as his Rebbe said. That this day will never come back again. Because the next day, tomorrow, is not today. It's something else entirely. And we hope that tomorrow he'll be able to do tomorrow. The obligations of tomorrow. So Yom Ha Machar Beatzmo Zebchinat Hayom Im Bikolotishmo Hainu Im Tirtsu Lishma Bikolo Sukhimatem Lizaheb and if you want to listen to God it's not just the buzzard doesn't only refer to doing things, but refers to doing things today on time. Like the Haitave Shaikawa Yom Hazedaika. Should not push off your devotion to God, heaven forbid. We're referring to today. And after all, the Apostle says, Asher al-Nochi Mitzavah Hayom today, about today, 
וזה בחינת למנות ימינו כן הודה, that each day is a special obligation. כי צריכים לבקש על זה מהשם יתברך, because we have to, uh, we have to ask, you have to ask also uh, from God that today should be today. וכן להזכיר את עצמו בכל פעם בפה מלא, כי הדיבור יש לו כוח גדול לעורר את האדם להזכירו שידע היטב, כי כל ימי חייו מנויים וספרים. And he should mention it, he should say it, because speech has an effect, speech has an effect on, on us, and therefore we talk about it, we say every day, there's an obligation of every day. כי באמת כל יום ויום יש בו חוכמה. וסכר מיוחד, that's what he says, every day has its own חוכמה, its own wisdom, its own intelligence. שזה עיקר אור היום שהוא השמש, שהוא בחינת הסכר בקדושה. In, in other words, what he calls סכר בקדושה is like the שמש. And, and the שמש is today's שמש. I mean, there is no other sun like the sun of today. But we know that we live in a world where first there is darkness and then there is light. Because we know that at least we, we have this opinion that the night preceded the day. The Seder ובשורשו בקדושה הוא תיקון גדול מה שיכול שקודם לאור. And this is a, a, a boom, a great fixing, that the darkness comes for the light, כי החושב בחינת העדר הדעת, because night is like, there's no knowledge or understanding, בחינת צמצום המלכים, that the, that the, uh, the minds are, uh, Our minds are, are limited then. She can tikkun v'kabalata molchina yedei zedaika. That the intelligences are awakened because of the light of the sun. Avo machmat pegam ma'asei b'nei adam sh'zeh b'chirat pegam mi'ut alvana yedei zed nimshach l'sigit. But since we know that Even in that world of dark and light, we, we don't always get along and then uh, we, we are able to create what's called pigam minut halavana, that uh, the, even the light, the little bit of light that exists at night is not there with us all the time, but gets smaller and smaller after getting somewhat bigger. Thereby we are... Uh, kind of pulled in the direction of the other side. Bechinat malchut arishah yinikach asrishalom bechinat choshech b'tzimtzum. So this is a bad thing. V'azayim mitgaber asrishalom choshech mamash. Shorotzer lachshich or hayom legamei. What the Rav Nosson is trying to explain to us that this hayom, this uh, idea that there is Hayoma, that we have to act in relationship, that it is not such an easy thing to do. 
We are challenged. We're challenged by the fact that the night is not what it should be. And when we get to the light, we are often, uh, to the daylight, we're often kind of in a state of confusion where we are no longer able, we're no longer able to, uh, uh, we're no longer able to act as we wish to act. It's not so obvious, not so clear. So the Rav Nachman, at the end of the first column, Shu'or ha-seichel ba-chokhmah amitit ha-meir b'kol yom v'ayom sh'u'ikar or yom u'mizen nimshachim kol ha-meniot v'ayikuvim v'abilbulim sh'b'chol yom sh'mezem nimshachim kol ha-ta-u-yot ha-nal so if we would look at this Rav Nassim and say, so what is Rav Nassim adding? What is Rav Nassim saying that we didn't know when we learned Rav Nachman of Braslav? Rav Nachman said, Ayom Azeh is a principle of devotion. On the one hand, on the one hand, you have to make sure that the uh, that the demand is for today. That you're not looking to the future for some kind of total solution to all the problems, and that makes tefillah, that makes prayer possible. The fact that it's for today, that the prayer is for today. On the other hand, on the other hand, it it's also it's also true that we have to be involved in today, in this time, in this mitzvah, and not put it off, not put it off. Now, that's what Rav Nachman says. So when Rav Nachman said that, Rav said if we came across it by chance and we read this Torah of Rav Nachman, so we would have said, okay, I mean, that's what we do. We daven every day. We do the mitzvahs that we're supposed to do during the day. I mean, that's what we do. What is it that Rav Nachman was so concerned about? I think that that is what Rav Nassim is trying to explain to us. That Hayom is not an easy matter. And if you recognize the fact that the light of the day comes after the darkness of the night... And the darkness of the night makes us susceptible to strange ideas and strange deeds. And even the thought that maybe the night will be uh, a better time, even than the day. And that you push off the idea of Hayom Hazeh, according to Rav Nossam. So we understand very clearly what his addition, what his addition to the words of Rav Nachman of Bratzlev were. And he says, uh, if you look at the second column, uh, second column, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, two, three, uh, line twelve or thirteen, about Tzrichim Leidahe Tev, we have to know. Ki avo pi shein zehayom uyom v'ole b'cheshbon. In spite of the difficulties, we have to understand that hayom hazeh counts. 
ובוודאי יש בו טוב, ויש בו חוכמה, ושכל מיוחד בקדושה. And it certainly the day, even though it doesn't look that way to us sometimes, there is tov in that day, and there's wisdom in that day, and there is seichel de kedusha in that day, the, the, the wisdom of, of, of the sanctity. That has to be uh, elevated on this day. I mean, you have to use it. You have to become part of it on this day. Not tomorrow, and not any other day. Uh, because the darkness of the night has affected us adversely. And this is all the kinds of confusion that we have to live with Shabbat Gabriel and Mishnah Tchim B'chol Yom that, that, uh, that get, uh, that are strengthened and spread out over us on each day V'tzarich Adam L'Itgaber L'Shtadel L'Shaber Aklipa Shekadma L'Aperi V'Leida L'Amin Shedaika B'Zah Yom Yechol L'Itkarev L'Hashem Yitbarach L'Fi B'Chinato This is the day There is no better day There will not be another day like this day I'm not sure if we can make the comparison, but everybody understands. Everybody understands that, that, that the dark of the night, or even the partial darkness in the night, our night, which is lit up in the home, in the, uh, in the bar, in the nightclub, in the theater, I mean, it's not that the darkness stops us from doing anything, but that darkness, nevertheless, it seems to me, opens the door to things which, some of which we might not do otherwise. And so, Rav Nossin explains the difficulty of living up to the standard of Hayom Hazeh. Something that Rav Nachman said it's almost, you know, a by the by, in a kind of short, uh, one short paragraph Torah, which he was not so uh, accustomed to uh, to do. Uh, and so we see how the how the terms that are in the Torah that are explained carefully in this case by Rashi, the Ibn the Ramban earlier Mephoshim, a new idea by the Malbin, one of the latter, uh, more recent, more modern Mephoshim. Nevertheless, Rav Nachman and Rav Nosser look at these psukim in a different way. And their question is not, what does the word mean? But what does it mean to us today in this place? In the place that we happen to be. And so Rav Nachman of Bratzlev Rav Nachman of Ratzlund said what he said about Hayom Hazeh. Rav Nachman explained the words, uh, explaining to us the difficulty in achieving the religious devotion that Rav Nachman was interested in, and that there is, there are always opposing forces that try to deny you this kind of, or deny us this kind of achievement. I wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. And uh, we'll be back with a live shape.
next week in the session.